So as we go on this journey, you're going to learn some things about me and my style. Some warning signs that it's about to get all the way real. Warning sign number one, can we talk? If you ever hear me say the phrase, can we talk? That means we are about to keep it all the way 100. We are about to have a deep conversation. If you ain't ready, you got one of two choices. You either either find something else to listen to or get ready. Now that you've been properly warned, can we talk? So I'm your host, Mickey, aka the Double Digit Diva, and this conversation is going to be all about the Pied Piper himself, the R and R&B Kells, aka R. Kelly. Brace yourself. Now let's take it all the way back to the beginning. R. Kelly, if you don't know, has been for years plagued by scandal and controversy. This man who has undoubtedly immensely influenced on modern music has been for years had to deal with whispers and outright allegations of pedophilia and much more recently even being head of his own sex cult no matter if you are black white latino whatever in some way you've been exposed to r kelly or his influence he's been a prominent figure in the music industry for over 30 years and today we're going to try to figure out what happened and what might not happen Robert Kelly was born in Chicago, Illinois, and got his first big break in the music industry with the group Public Enemy, but he stood out and quickly secured a solo record deal, where he not only wrote, produced, and performed his own music, but also signed and wrote and produced songs for a lot of other notable artists, one of whom was the late and great Aaliyah. Now, let's just take a moment to remember baby girl herself, Aaliyah. Back to the show. <laughs> R. Kelly wrote and produced a number of her first big hits, including Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. A little bit of foreshadowing. They cut ties sometime after that, but they did get married, albeit illegally, due to Aaliyah being only 15 at the time, allegedly. Let me pause for a minute to let that sink in. You, you all right? All right, take a breath. Take a breath. You back? I know, I know. Don't worry, I'll wait. All right. After a little bit more noise, the news of their marriage died down, but the Aaliyah camp got the marriage annulled and the world moved on. Then in February 2002, the infamous tape that allegedly shows R. Kelly engaged in some sexual acts with a young woman who was allegedly deemed underage at the time. The black community was rocked, and with this scandal, it was the second time, along with Michael Jackson in my lifetime, that a notable black musical artist had been accused of being inappropriate with children. We answered with defiance and we revolted. The system was not going to take down one of our own. We, we would fight back. In 2007, Kelly was found not guilty of all charges filed. Again, we made noise, but eventually the news died down. This time, it was different. 
there was a bit of heat surrounding the name R. Kelly this time. Because this time, he wasn't just a black artist anymore. He had become an artist. R. Kelly worked with huge names and had crossed over Usher, Jay-Z, Michael Jackson, Celine Dion. Let me pause just for a second just to make that clear that you did hear me correctly when I said Celine Dion. Yeah, bros got a record with Celine Dion, the legend Celine Dion. It's kind of banging. Now back to the show. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Kelly went out on tour, put out more music, kept writing, kept producing, but his career never really recovered. Then in 2017, our Kelly's name was trending all over all of our lives again. And this time, he'd have been accused of having a sex cult where he took young women who were seduced by the name, the fame, the legacy, and would allegedly train and mold these women who some have been identified as being very young and vulnerable. And ever since then, we've had family after family, supposed past members of this cult, and report after report of alleged cult activities and practices that the, thing, that the singer has been allegedly involved in. This time, the community was split. And more people were side-eyeing the situation. Even really, really big names like Spotify and Apple Music had decided not to promote or even push his music. And the women's rights movements about the Me Too had focused on this scandal. As the hashtag URKelly was popping up everywhere. But this time, Kelly was not going to sit idle. In July, R. Kelly released a 19-minute song entitled I Admit where he discusses these allegations. Not only that, but he talks about being molested as a child, having a learning disability, past relationship, and his financial woes. All right, that was a lot to process. Now, can we talk? So keep in mind, that this is all my opinion, and all my opinion alone. If you already follow me, then you probably know where this conversation might be headed, but for those of you who didn't see my epic post, let me start by saying this, spoiler alert, if you are still an R. Kelly fan and full supporter, keep an open mind. I understand that this is your last conversation with me. I'm not here for it, and this is why. My mom always said that where there's smoke, there's fire. And I also said in my old post that with the addition of this song in this scandal that I felt like R. Kelly was this generation's O.J. Simpson. You have been a prominent African-American male in the entertainment industry who's being accused of majorly and career-ending legal accusations. Last time sports, this time music. Last time murder, this time statutory rape. The result is the same. The community is split and, in my opinion, is very, very simple. I'm putting myself on mute of R. Kelly. I just feel that I can no longer support what I feel, in my opinion, this man has used our community struggle and a little bit of talent to cover up this problematic personal life. He even mentions in the song that he can't believe People like Steve Harvey, Tom Joyner, etc. He can't believe how they would do this to another brother. That's code for the culture, if you don't know. 
I hate that. I hate when people fall for that. And like I said in my post, R. Kelly is Robert Kelly. However, he is not Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, Emmett Till, Malcolm X, or Jesus Christ. He is not being sacrificed or crucified by the man. He is not being brought out by a corrupt system that is bent on the destruction of the black community. There is something wrong here. And we cannot be blinded by our love of two-stepping and let people, even in our community, get away with literally murder. <laughs> is asinine to me. Can we not see the forest for the trees? In the new song, I admit, he compares himself to Bill Cosby. Don't worry. We'll cover that in another episode. We cannot ignore all the red flags that wave in our faces. And we cannot ignore the signs that someone needs help. We cannot continue to support people who are preying on vulnerable individuals. One person saying something is one thing. Two people is a coincidence. Three is a conspiracy. 25 years worth of scandal? Yes. It's a whole other thing. Now, if you don't agree with me, then that is your prerogative. But I will leave you with this. Would you leave your 15-year-old sister, daughter, niece, cousin, granddaughter, or whatever in a studio late night unsupervised with R. Kelly? Don't worry. I'll wait. Remember, this isn't all about me and my mic. It's also about the conversation. And I just want to hear from you. Now that you heard from me, come and join it. Join this conversation. Send me your thoughts. I'm curious to hear what you all think about this new chapter in the R. Kelly scandal saga. Remember, if you loved listening, participate in the conversation. Join the club over on our Patreon page where you can contribute and support having more conversations. You've heard me. Now I want to hear you. Till next time.